Hello everyone, this is Med School Moose, the podcast that explores interesting stories in medicine and helps you be successful throughout your medical education. I'm your host, Masood, and on today's show, I'll be talking about tips for the match process. So for the past couple months, I've been making videos on uh, applying for residency using ERAS, the Electronic Residency Application Service. I made a video on tips for residency interviews, and now it only seems fitting to close out this three-part series that I unintentionally created. It only seems fitting to talk about tips for the match process. So let's start off by talking about the match process itself for a bit. Basically, this is the process where the fourth-year medical students who have been applying for residency, traveling across the country to go on these interviews, this is where they get to rank all of those programs that they interviewed at based on their preference as to where they would like to end up for the next several years for a residency program and and where they want to practice and start their training as a doctor. Okay, so just a few dates to keep in mind here. Uh, I got this right off the NRMP website. This may change. It it most likely won't, but it may. So January 15th is going to be the first day. This is when the the whole system opens and, and students are able to rank the programs in order of their preference. Okay, January 15th. And then that ranking is due, the certification of the list, as it's called, is due on February 26th. So you have about a month and a half from when the, the service opens to, to rank and kind of debate and figure out what your preference is before you have to certify on February 26th. And then a little less than a month after that, on March 20th is match day. This is when medical students all across the country at their medical schools are going to be finding out pretty much at about the same time where they are going to end up for their residency training for the next couple years. So it's a big process. It's probably drawn out longer than it needs to be, but it is a very important process and a source of a lot of stress for medical students. So you do want to get it right. And the first thing I want to say about that is just make sure all of your information is up to date and accurate. Medical students are going to be checking this again and again. You just want to make sure there are no discrepancies. Uh, You've worked so hard to get to this point, so everything should be right when you are certifying that list. Uh, The other thing that I want to mention is to take a look on the NRMP, the National Residency Matching Program. On their website, it has uh, statistics called Charting Outcomes in the Match. This is a super helpful page. It has statistics about matching in terms of state and gender and USMLE scores and all of these other parameters. Really helpful to kind of just understand where you are in the process, your probability of matching and and certain things like that. It really helps put things into perspective. So I definitely recommend taking a look at charting outcomes in the match as you're going through this whole process to, to really gain perspective about your personal situation. The other thing that I want to mention before I get started with the actual tips, and and this is mostly advice for people who are nervous about not matching. And when I say people that are nervous about not matching, I don't mean the people who have 20 interviews and 20 programs to rank and they're so doubtful and scared that they might not match. No, you know, in reality, you're probably going to match. This is not for you. This is for the people that had maybe two or three interviews, not a lot of programs that they are going to be able to rank coming up in January, and and they're legitimately concerned about that. So, you know, just a couple pieces of advice for those people. The first one is going to be to send updates to programs and, and try to keep track of 
who you're sending them to and when you're sending them to. You know, some programs out there will strictly say, do not reach out to us. Just leave us alone as we handle it. But a lot of programs out there, you know, are okay with those kinds of things. If if things have been going on, if you recently got published or if you had board scores that you didn't have initially, you know, just send an email update. Let them know that you're still very interested in their program and that this is what's going on. Or, or give them a phone call and say the same thing and, and maybe they'll get back to you and, and just say thank you or maybe they'll get back to you and offer you an interview. It does happen. So it's definitely worth a try. And just keep track of this kind of thing. You don't want to be calling them every day and then, you know, make it look bad. So you really want to have it kind of spaced out maybe every two weeks or so uh, as the process is going on. The other piece of advice that I have for these students who are really nervous about matching is to look for recently accredited programs and programs that are still looking for more interviewees. You would be surprised. There are a lot of programs that you know, kind of get accredited late in the game and, and they don't have people to interview and they will kind of reach out either by word of mouth or social media or on their website a lot of different ways because they want people to interview because they want to get their their first class that's going to start in June and July. So just look online. There are some PDFs and, and spreadsheets that I see that are kind of passed around that talk about some of the recently accredited programs. Just take a look and that might be able to help you at least get an extra interview or at least put your feelers out to another program. And the last thing that I want to say for these students who are really nervous about matching is it is possible to match with only a few programs. I've talked to a multitude of people who only matched when they ranked two or three programs. So never say never, but at the same time, just do be realistic and have a backup plan in case things don't work out the way that you want them to. And with that, let's just jump right into it. Here are some tips for the match process. Tip one is to rank programs based on your actual preference. Now, the organization that runs this whole process, the NRMP, the National Residency Matching Program, has a video about this on their website. I strongly recommend watching it. It's only about five minutes or so, I think, just to kind of understand how the whole process works. A lot of it is unclear, but, but I, I do recommend watching the video. And, and the one thing that they stress in that video and on their website is that the algorithm that matches applicants with residency programs, that algorithm is meant to work in favor of the applicant. I have heard students who will maybe try and cheat the system a little bit. Uh, and if there's a program that they really want to match at, but they don't think that they that program is as interested, maybe they'll rank them second and put another program first and hope that they kind of just fall into their lap and match. That is not how it works. If you really want to go to a program and that's your number one in your mind, make it your number one on the rank list. Do not try and play the system or anything like that. Rank based on your preference. And at the same time, if you did not get a good vibe from a program, just don't rank it. Because if you are ranking it, that means that you would be okay matching at that program. And if you had you know, a bad experience or there were some red flags, just don't rank the program because the last thing you would want is to end up at that program that you really didn't even want to go to in the first place. And then you're just there for a couple of years unhappy. So rank based on your actual preference. Tip two is to write out three to five of the most important deciding factors for you. Let's face it, this is a big decision. It is the end of your medical school education. You are going to start working as a doctor the conditions are going to be totally different. So you need to figure out the things that are most important to you. And there's a lot of different things to take 
into account. For example, location, the curriculum that the program has, the setup of their didactics, fellowships, research opportunities, salary benefits. There are a lot of different things to take into account here, but I at least recommend that you write down a couple that are most important to you, the things that are kind of make or break, the things that you really can't compromise on, and then look through your programs on your rank list and see if they're in or if they're out or if they're higher up or lower down based on those things. You know, you're going to be worrying about the order of your rank list up until the very last second, but this will at least give you some peace of mind that you're making good decisions about what you're worth and what you want out of a residency program. Tip number three is to make a preliminary list and then put it away for a little while. Remember back when you were applying to medical school or to residency and maybe you heard it from me, maybe you heard it from someone else to just write a personal statement, just get it all out on paper and then put it away for a little while and then come back and look at it again a few days or weeks later. Same idea here. Make a preliminary list, just get the thoughts out on the paper and then put it away for a little while and just kind of forget about it or at least try to. I mean, let's face it, you're a medical student, you're not going to entirely forget about it, but, you know, take your mind off of it for a couple of days. And, you know, even in that short period of time, your thoughts and your motivations and your feelings may change. And then when you look at it again, you may have a clearer picture of what you want to do and, and the rankings that you want to change. And another caveat to go with this is do not, do not wait until last minute to make your list because then the whole process is just as stressful and you wouldn't have felt that you thought it out as much and you'll be uncomfortable. So kind of start making the list right now, at least have an idea of basic ranking and then come back to it later. And if things change, then things change. That's a good thing. You're constantly updating this list based on your preferences. And, you know, at the end of the day, once you certify, you'll be better off for having gone through it, you know, several times. Tip four is to talk out your thoughts with a friend. Now, this is something that I had never heard from anyone else when I was going through this process a year ago, uh, and I actually ended up doing it, and it worked out so well for me. I remember I sat down with one of my friends and, and my classmates in, in medical school. We sat down at a Dunkin' Donuts and just kind of went through our entire rank list, what we felt about the programs, you know, what we liked, what we didn't like, and really just shot ideas back and forth. And he gave me some helpful information just based on knowing me and knowing how I felt when I went for these interviews. And I did the same for him. And it really helped to clarify the things that were important to me and the things that, you know, maybe I felt about a program, but I was kind of, you know, burying under the rug or subconsciously trying not to think about. It really helped to clarify those things. And it ended up changing my rank list. And I think it was for the better that it did that. So talk these things out with a friend or a family member, somebody who knows you, somebody who's been with you throughout this entire process and can give information as to things that you might not be thinking about. It is always helpful to get another perspective. And if it doesn't change the rank list, that's fine. But if it does, then at least you have another opinion and more information going into this rank list to make sure that it is the best possible thing for you. Tip five is consider sending an email to the program that you eventually rank number one. This is super controversial, and I know that there are going to be people out there who say, no, do not do this. But in my opinion, because this is only one person's opinion, keep in mind, I think that this is still useful. At the end of the day, when you have that list certified or close to certified, and you know that that program is truly your number one, you want to go there more than anything, 
I don't think it hurts to reach out to the program director or the residency coordinator, send them an email and, and let them know why you feel that way and that this is the program that I want to be at and these are the reasons why. Do not send an email to multiple programs because you never know what information might get met where, which program directors talk, and that might end up making you look bad at the end of the day. So if you're going to do this, only do it for your true number one program that you actually have ranked. And unfortunately, another caveat with this is do not read too much into the response. Some programs might not even respond. Some programs might respond with a thank you. And then some programs might respond with a more personalized letter and, and you know, kind of give you indications that maybe they'd be interested in you being their number one too. But don't read too much into these things. Unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't always work out, even if it seems like it was going to based on that email. But my recommendation at the end of the day is at least let that be known by that program so they can see where your intentions are. And maybe it'll help them, you know, boost you up in their rankings a little bit or not. You'll never know. But I think it's important to at least put that out there. And last tip here, tip six is to relax. I know this is straightforward and it doesn't need to be said, but in reality, it does need to be said because a lot of us are those type A personalities, crazy medical students who are going to be worried about this until we have that paper in our hand telling us where we matched. But after you make your rank list and after you certify, the worst part is over. And this is very important. There is nothing you can change. So because of that, take time off, travel, do the things that you've always wanted to do. Because let's face it, when you get into residency, you're probably not going to have as much time to do those things. I need to say this because you're a medical student and you probably won't do it on your own. But this whole process has been stressful and expensive and tiring. And now that you're done with it, take some time, relax, and just finish up medical school strong. So those are all the tips that I have for the match process. Thank you so much for listening. My next episode will be dropping on January 20th, so stay tuned for that. And another quick comment, if you've been enjoying my podcast and these episodes, I would really appreciate it if you left me a review on Apple Podcasts. Kind of just try to get the word out to other people who might find this beneficial in the future. Med School Moose, the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to talk to you guys again soon.